Welcome to the Martin Bailey Photography Podcast. It's March 12, 2019 and this is episode 653. Following on from the previous episode, today we continue on our journey photographing the wildlife of eastern Hokkaido, starting with the beautiful hooper swans then moving on to the sea eagles, with a cameo from an Ezo deer and a pod of orca. Having left the cranes behind, we took a steady drive over to Lake Mashu for a bit of a touristy landscape stop to help us wind down a little after the last few busy days with the cranes. We arrived at Lake Kusharo mid-morning and had an hour photographing in a corner of the lake before lunch, but it was very windy in the afternoon and the swans were hunkered down, so we didn't get to really start photographing them until the following morning. And one of my first shots from that morning is this one. Remember that if you are not viewing the podcast on a device that can show the images in the chapters, then go over to the blog at mbp.ac653 and you can follow along with the images there. It was shortly before 8am when I shot this, so the winter sun had really just risen over the trees to our backs as we stood on the shore of Lake Kusharo. I really like how this swan seems to be shining from within, with the beautiful warm light from the low sun. I obviously framed this very tightly in camera, to help us to see and appreciate the details in the feathers as the swan preens itself. With it being clear, I was able to get a shutter speed of a thousandth of a second at ISO 800 at f11. 30 minutes later, I shot this next image as the sun got brighter, and the light now less warm, but I had lowered my ISO to 400 with the same shutter speed and aperture, so it was now exactly one stop brighter. As you can see, this part of the lake was not frozen at this point, and that is quite uncommon for this time of year. It would freeze completely before we revisited in three weeks' time, but to not be frozen at the start of February is something that I've only seen once before. This was one of those frantic calling sessions that the birds often do after landing, and it was followed by a somewhat vicious attack on these swans from a third swan just off to the right as they called like this. I have photos of that too, but this is more beautiful, and although their fighting is only natural, I also kind of don't want to sensationalise it. We spent around 90 minutes at our first location for the day, then moved on to the place that we'd spent our first hour before lunch on the previous day, and were quickly rewarded with a couple of spectacular fly-ins. This is the second group that arrived in our corner of Lake Kusharo a full dozen of swans, with the mountains on the opposite shore of the lake running along the bottom of the frame. I've cropped this down from the top to make it a 16 by 9 aspect ratio image as the blue sky at the top was not really adding any more than we have here, and as I often say, if any aspect of an image isn't adding something, it's generally detracting from the overall appeal of the photograph. 
I feel also that this image is better balanced with roughly equal amounts of sky above and below the line of swans. Here's another photo from the little corner of the lake 30 minutes later and here we see three swans doing another of their hey we just landed isn't it great that we can fly songs. I generally don't do a lot to my wildlife photos but I did spend a few minutes on this to draw a mask over the birds and lighten the shadows a little with the shadow slider in Capture One Pro. I also drew a gradient mask over the dark trees and used a Luma tone curve to darken that down a little as it helps to enhance the swan's breath by adding some contrast. I always like it when you can see the breath of an animal. I feel that it literally breathes a little more life into the photograph. After lunch on this day, we did a 90-minute workshop session at the hotel where I shared some details of the wildlife that we shoot on this trip and did a short demonstration of how I processed some of my images so far in Capture One Pro. And then we went back out towards the end of the day for our panning shoot with the swans. I tried this year to time my panning shots so that I had other birds in the frame as I have grown a little bit bored with my single bird panning shots. On this first trip, this shot with the context provided by the two other stationary swans is one of my favourites. In a couple of weeks I'll share some shots from the second wildlife tour for this year, where I have multiple swans flying together, and all with relatively sharp heads. This technique is really fun. I set my shutter speed to a 40th of a second and my aperture to f14 and finally adjusted my ISO to 2000 for optimal exposure. I was using my Canon EOS R and the EF 100-400mm Mark II lens at 200mm for this particular shot. The following morning we visited the swans once more and I have a shot of some of the swans flying in low that I really like but we're already at five images just of the swans so we'll move on now. We made our regular stop at the Sulphur Mountain but this was one of the rare occasions when the mist and light weren't quite working for me so we'll skip that too. On our way over to the Nutske Peninsula before our final destination for the day at Daosu, where we would spend three nights to photograph the sea eagles, we stopped at a place where I know there to be a Ural owl's nest. This is the nest where the owl had been tormented by people with no respect for wildlife and had not been seen for five years now. We stopped by each year in the hope that the owl might return and finally this year we found an owl on the nest. It was in the next tree with an open concaved area, but it was lovely to see this bird. I'm just hoping that as word gets out that he's back, people are a little more respectful and don't scare him away again. As with the owl shot from the previous episode, I was using my 200-400mm lens for this with the internal 1.4x extender engaged and a 2x extender fitted, giving me a focal length of 1120mm. This is working really well with the EOS R due to the lower resolution. This combination is slightly soft with the 5DSR, 
so it's a nice little bonus to be able to shoot at this focal length when necessary. When we got over to the Nordske Peninsula, it was nice to see that there was plenty of snow, and we quickly encountered some of the deer that roam around the peninsula, feeding on the grasses that make their way through the snow. I really enjoy photographing these large deer. The surroundings are what make this photograph for me, showing this hardy creature in his harsh surroundings. The bushes and foliage here are on a very thin strip of land that is the peninsula, and in the background, the expanse of white, is the frozen brackish lake between the mainland and the peninsula. We're going to go over our usual 10 images by a few to complete this series in two parts, so bear with me as we start our first sea eagle shoot on the following morning. This was actually from the end of our first shoot when we went out to the key wall, where the snow reflects light back up onto the underside of the birds, enabling us to shoot them in almost studio conditions. This is pretty much straight out of the camera, with just a little clarity and highlight sliders applied in Capture One Pro. I love it when we can see these magnificent animals' talons hanging down like this. It makes me wonder what it must be like to live with feet that have those great big long claws on them. The birds do sometimes use their wings, but essentially those clawed talons are the eagle's main interface to the world. And that must be both tough and really cool at the same time. The light was relatively low for this whole shoot, so to get my shutter speed to a thousandth of a second at f8, I had to increase my ISO to 3200 for this shot. That was not a problem for the EOS R though. I have some shots from the next trip where I was getting great results at 12,800, so there's nothing to worry about here as long as I'm exposing to the right. The other sea eagle that we photograph on this trip is the white-tailed eagle, which is more common than the endangered stellar sea eagle, and slightly smaller, but a beautiful eagle nonetheless. In this image you can see how menacing these eagles can look as they float in the air, waiting for their chance to pounce on something, like the fish that we throw out for them. This shot, to me, has a kind of Edward Scissorhands feel to it, with the eagle's talons almost mirroring the spiky-looking splayed-out flight feathers. There's a bit of movement in the talons, as my shutter speed was slightly slow at a thousandth of a second, but I'm not too worried about that. It adds a little bit of dynamism to the shot, in my opinion. We went back down the Nutske Peninsula again on the second afternoon in Naosu, and... Although saw a number of northern red foxes, the photos that I got on this trip weren't anything to write home about, so we'll skip them. Shortly after we started shooting on the final morning out with the sea eagles, the skipper of the boat that we used asked if we'd like to go and shoot a pod of orca that had been spotted around 15 minutes down the coast. I, of course, said yes, so off we went to find a total of seven or perhaps eight orca. Here you can see three of them as they surfaced. This is my framing straight out of camera, so I was pretty tight at 271mm. These are magnificent animals too. 
It's such a privilege to be able to photograph so many beautiful and powerful animals on this trip. This is only the second time we've been able to photograph the orca on this trip though, so that makes this even more special. After photographing the orca, we sped back down the coast to just outside the port at Nausu and continued to photograph the sea eagles. In this next image, you can see a stellar sea eagle doing what he does, snatching a fish out of the water. I can't tell you how happy I am that the EOS R, Canon's first full-frame mirrorless camera, can be focused in a split second for images like this. I really don't like cropping my images unless I have to, so the majority of the time, as with this photo, the framing that you see is the framing that I shot the image with. This is especially important now that I'm back down to 30 megapixels as opposed to 50 with my 5DSR bodies. Still though, the detail in these images is exceptional, and as I've mentioned before, I'm now really hoping that the rumours pan out and that the next 5DS will be an RF mount mirrorless camera. We finished our trip with a drive around to the Utoro side of the Shiritoko Peninsula, doing some intentional camera movement shots with the birch trees on the way, and shot the river estuary that I've shared images of before. We also visited the Oshin Koshin Falls as usual, and I'll share one last image that is a little different to what I usually end up with. The way the frozen part of the falls framed the top portion was kind of cool on this visit, and I was able to get an almost complete border of ice along the top edge, without starting to see the top of the hill or sky above the falls, and I've not seen this very often, so decided to capitalise on the opportunity. I love the textures in the snow-covered ice, and believe it or not, this is not a black and white conversion, it's a colour photo. I used probably my 3-stop neutral density filter to give me a 0.6 second shutter speed at f14 and I was using the incredibly sharp and compact Canon RF 24-105mm f4 lens which I have also fallen completely in love with. On our final morning we went for a walk in the Shiritoko National Park before starting our drive to the airport to head back to Tokyo where we would all head home or set off on an onward journey. As usual after our final shoot I recorded comments from each member of the group which I'll play you now. So here we are at the end of the 2019 Winter Wonderland Tour number one and as has become tradition, I'm going to walk around the bus and get a comment from each of the participants. So, Phil, would you like to say a few words? Sure. Sorry, just... I'll, I'll. Okay. I'm Phil Horowitz, and I represent myself and my wife, Jackie. We enjoyed immensely the snow monkeys, particularly the second day when the snow was heavily falling. You can't help but get pictures that you will treasure for your, the rest of your life. We enjoyed the, the hooper the hoopers we enjoyed the deer the red fox we enjoyed the trip uh, we didn't get cranes mating but we got wonderful headshots which are worth are worth having as we make a calendar each year and this will help the calendar fill out Martin runs a wonderful trip 
and he's very entertaining. Something we <laughs> weren't weren't quite aware of when we knew the seriousness of uh, of the the topics and his podcasts. In all in all, it was a worthwhile trip and happy to have been here. Oh, thank you for thank you very much. So I told you he would be the best one to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yang, would you like to say yes. a few words? Oh, my name is Zhong Yan. I come from the Rochester, New York. And, uh, I, and this is the first time I joined uh, this trip and uh, come to the Hokkaido. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so my name is Jasmine Rossi. I live in Argentina. I'd never been to Japan. I thought you were extremely well organized and a good teacher. And I'm a professional photographer, but you taught me something I didn't know, which was the thing with the trees, the slow motion. And I, the thing I most liked was seeing the orcas because I'm a fanatic of the orcas. That's it. Okay, thank you. Lena, would you like to say a few words? Sure. Hi, this is Myrna and Jerry Watskin, and we're related to Jackie and Phil, and they told us about this trip, and we're very glad we came. I love the snow monkeys. I actually like the fox. I think he was adorable. Yeah. So everything about the trip was great. Oh, thank you very much, Myrna. It's been lovely traveling with you both. Jay. Now, this is Jay Tuttle from Indianapolis. This has been another wonderful trip with Martin and a very congenial group of photographers. There's been a number of highlights, and I'm sure most of them have been mentioned already, but the one that stands out and that wasn't expected was the pot of orcas that turned up not far from the boat as we were, we were uh, photographing the sea eagles. So uh, a very nice bonus on this trip. And as always, Martin was full of useful information, got us to some very nice locations, and uh, all in all, it's just been a, a very, very nice trip. Oh, thank you very much, Jay. Would you like to say a few words? Yeah. Yes, my name is Nalin Shah, and I'm from California. To me, this was a mystical tour because of a few reasons. First of all, I haven't seen so much ice in my life. Okay, and photographing in ice is a whole different matter. I have been to a lot of places to see the fall season and the sea and the spring, but uh, this has its own charm. Okay, the second reason is, of course, uh, uh, three M's, I call it. One is a magical magician, magician Martin in a manual mode. <laughs> okay, and that is really going appro you know, appropriately there. I, like as I said before, I've been doing photography for some time, but uh, I haven't come across this concept, and I will have to wait until I see the processing there. But this was really nice. And the third main reason was, of course, uh, going in a workshop. This was my first experience in the workshop. People have been very nice, and it was a lot of fun associating with few people. And uh, I have, I cannot forget telling about uh, Yukiko. Okay, she has been so proactive, so helpful. Okay, and uh, she's she's a wonderful lady there. So that made it nice. So so Martin, uh, I am looking forward to join you again if it works out fine. And I thank you very much. Oh, thank you, Nicholas. Yep. I'm Nicholas from London. Uh, I had a great time. We visited some fantastic locations, particularly like the Eagles and the waterfall. Okay, thank you. Kate? Hi, Kate from New Zealand. This is my second trip with Martin. I can't wait to come back and do another one with his amazing team. I've had a wonderful time. I've loved every minute of it, and yeah, uh, it's all magic. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Okay. 
Hi, my name is uh, Karine, I'm from France. I joined uh, the trip um, uh, a bit last minute and I really enjoy to, um, to, to have been to all of those great places Martin took us and I really enjoyed the, the snow monkeys, foxes, the, um, the cranes and uh, the stellar sea eagles. I really recommend this trip to anyone that would like to enjoy the wildlife in Hokkaido. Oh, Thanks. Thank you. Hi, I'm Michelle from Australia. It's my second trip with Martin. This year? This year. <laughs> <laughs> this year. Um, I really, really enjoyed the cranes. Um, the eagles were an absolute highlight. I think the thing that I enjoyed most was the tuition and the assistance, which is always only just a question away. And I learned so much from a photography point of view. I feel so much more confident with my camera. I got some fabulous shots and the whole trip was just organized brilliantly. I had a fabulous time. Thank you very much. Thank you. Jane from Australia. Uh, it's my second trip with Martin this year. Um, I have just no words can describe this trip. It was just fantastic. The organisation was just second to none. Martin is generous to the extreme with his photography skills um, and knowledge and I have learnt so much in particular about manual which I had never really used before. Um, the eagles were an absolute highlight for me and uh, I would not hesitate to recommend any of Martin's trips so thank you very much Martin. Oh, thank you and you passed the final test with flying colours this morning so <laughs> good stuff. You. Yukiko would you like to say something? Uh, yes. Uh, hi I'm Yukiko from Yokohama I'm the operator thank you very much for the guest that your kindness to me and uh, great cooperation to me and the great patience to my English. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I appreciate Martin san and Oiko san. Thank you very much. Ah, thank you. Okay, so let's finish with a round of applause for our amazing driver. And, uh, okay, thank you very much, folks. Thank you, Martin. It was lovely to hear all of the kind comments from the participants there over a month after we actually recorded that on the last morning. Okay, so we'll wrap it up there in two parts, which was slightly rushed, but I have already finished the tour after this one, and I wanted to move on to other topics, so hopefully this is okay. Note that we do still have some places on the 2020 Japan Winter Wildlife Tours, so if you might be interested, please head over to mbp.ac slash ww2020. Thanks very much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please share a link with your friends. Subscribe in iTunes or your favorite podcast program to ensure an interrupted delivery. If you have a moment to rate the podcast or leave us a review in iTunes, that helps to keep us relevant in the huge number of podcasts out there now. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, etc. And links to everything that I'm up to are at martinbaileyphotography.com. So do drop by and take a look. I'll be back next week with another episode, but in the meantime, you take care and have a great week, whatever you're doing. Bye-bye.